Okay, Wasted Potential podcast is sponsored by Has Been Toys. These are holiday gifts that the mainstream media will not advertise. Yeah, we're, we're talking about toys that are beloved by many children that some of the higher-ups deem uh, not worthy anymore. Wasted Potential is brought to you by My Little Psychopath Playset. Comes with duct tape, trash bags, handsaw, bottle of chloroform, washcloth, shovel, and a box of lye. What more would you and the family want to start with your little ones? Only available in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Waste Potential is also brought to you by My Choice Eyes. Let your children permanently dye their eyes any color with a patented eyedropper filled with food coloring, <laughs> dye, and bleach. Also, may kill coronavirus. <laughs> Waste of Potential decided to bring a new toy from Has-Been Toy Line. It's really becoming all the rage. Looking for a toy to change everything you do? Really, compared to this item, everything else is a toy. Well, we'll stop talking, teasing, and speaking in circles. It's a cock <laughs> <laughs> <It's> ring. <a> <laughs> 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 I did not expect that at all. <laughs> Waste Potential is also brought to you by... My Kitty Throwing Axe. Turn your child into a Viking prodigy with Kitty Throwing Axe. Comes with a tourniquet. <laughs> Waste Potential is proud to present the product Toddler THC. Vaping is on the rise in all children, so don't let your kids get behind. Get them a Toddler THC. <laughs> Waste Potential is excited to bring in old classic and action figures. Herr Jaeger. Herr Jaeger stands tall and proud and will fight for justice and protection of the Sudetenland. Herr Jaeger has all moving joints and zero imperfections. Buy Herr Jaeger and join in the crusade today. All other toys are just inferior. <laughs> and finally, Waste Potential is brought to you by Xenophobia Xander, the doll that comes with MAGA hat, hunting rifle, buzz cut hair, and all camouflage outline, but never served nor hunts. <laughs> Happy holidays from Wasted Potential Podcast. This is our, yeah. this is hopefully going to be our annual Christmas and whatever holidays you guys celebrate out there in the other places in the world kind of podcast where we um, get together and make jokes that will offend everybody on Christmas. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a Wasted Potential Podcast. Oh, so excited. I am Ronnie, and join with me always is my partner in crime, Shane, and special guest that we have this week from the famous Christmas story film, Peter Billingsley. Oh, you, you, you didn't get the email, did you? What email? Peter, Peter canceled. He listened to an episode. Oh my god. He, he thought we were like a, a different podcast. He thought he was going Joe Rogan. Never trust short people. Okay, well, then we'll just have to get someone else last minute. Okay, and now our special guest that we wanted to hear all uh, originally and from the beginning is Dan. Hello. Thank you for having me again, gentlemen, for a uh, third time. Yeah, um, we, against our better judgment, uh, we decided to bring you back because, you know, we I just, just... give a reason, Shane. We decided the hatred of Rudy wasn't enough, so we figured we'll ruin Christmas, too. <laughs> Good. Two holidays in uh, less than a month. I'm cool with that. 
They can't uh, cancel us all, though. We're good. So for our um, holiday podcast, our signature drink this week is going to be eggnog classic. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong. We'll be playing shot or not, but I have some special trivia. One about the film today, and then also some about um, Shane, Dan, and myself. And we'll see if we how well we know each other and our history with each other. Um, we haven't even mentioned what film we're watching. Shane, what film are we watching? So, for this film, we at Wasted Potential decided we were going to celebrate the reason for the season, which is unbridled capitalism. So we're going to watch Small Soldiers, a story about a military company that buys a toy company and turns tiny action figures into death and destruction on a small suburban town. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with like Christmas or holidays in general, but, you know, it's what happens when you don't plan out your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing we got to do left is our drinking games for this week. So my drinking game, so if this happens on the screen, you'll see this and we'll drink to it. It is anytime the film Small Soldiers steals or pays homage to other movies. Yep, yep, does it a lot. And mine will be... Uh... Every time that a licensed song is played, they paid a lot of money for them. They did. Okay. Without further ado, let's start this thing. Wait, what? What's that? Did you guys hear a knock? Hear a knock? <gasps> is it my side? What? I think it's my door. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to the door. Be careful. Uh-oh. We didn't pay taxes. Oh my god. Oh my, this is, this doesn't make any sense. It's a letter, and it says, two wasted potential. Hold on, let me open this and read this. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Did we get any revenue? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Wasted Potential Podcast, we regret to inform you that you have made the naughty list this year. We have made this decision because you have made jokes about the following groups of people this year. New Yorkers, children, women, men. Italians, Mormons, New York Knicks fans, the Rudies of the world, and especially the Catholic Church. If you do not do something positive this year, you will all receive coal and will be canceled. Yours truly, Satan. I mean, Santa. Santa sends cease and assist letters? He does if, his law- if he's all lawyered <laughs> up. Oh my god. Well, I guess they can cancel us all. Or you all. Oh, well, this. Well, what's the point of doing this? We we try to get Peter Billingsley instead. We get Dan. We get the drinks. What are we gonna do? We like basically Santa's ruined Christmas. Wait, wait a moment. One second. Mm. What? Mm. I got an idea. Oh no! The, the sound of Shane drinking and thinking. I've got an idea, boys. Okay. We're gonna have a clean Christmas. Bull. We're gonna do it, and here's how we're gonna do it. We're gonna watch Small Soldiers. And we're not going to make fun of any minority, nor Nick fan. And if you do, if you say something awful, if you curse, you will take a shot. Oh, no. I mean, it's Santa here. He'll f*** our shit up if we don't do something. Okay, then we we need five seconds to get all of our words out. Are you guys ready? Yeah, go. Okay, boys, 
Let's do this. We're doing a 100% clean podcast, and if you don't, and if you screw it up, you can take a shot. So if you want to get drunk and die, and by, mean, by all means, make your jokes, but if not, we gotta do this clean. Also, for my shots, I have made candies filled with shots. It's something like I oh. almost knew about this. Ooh, wow, how convenient. Eggnog bought, and candy I, shots, what could go wrong? Hmm. I bought peppermint vodka, so you know, this is gonna go. <coughs> well, boys, let's do it! <laughs> We're at 43 seconds when the Globotech logo. Start this down in 3, 2, 1. Happy holidays. Yeah! This movie was such a pleasant surprise. Compared to the usual stuff we watched, it is definitely a nice surprise. Oh, I had so much fun when I was doing my, uh, check up on this like it's just really well written and just knows what it is it's perfect i disagree with that but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did enjoy this film this I... is a 1998 small soldiers and all i could think of when i saw globotech was globo gym <laughs> a little bit i can't remember the last time i've seen this movie to be honest Ugh. yeah i might have been a kid yeah, I was trying to think, and it's been a while for sure. But there's there's a few scenes that are just burned into my brain, and when they come up, we'll we'll get to those there. I just love the idea when they're writing this. Like, how about like Raytheon buys Hasbro? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> it's just such a ridiculous premise, and to old Tobias here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say like um. There's a lot of comedians in this. So you got uh, you got David Cross. Then next up we have Jay Moore, and then we get Dennis Lurie. You saw his face already. So you have mm-hmm. a lot of comedians in this. Kirsten Dunst. Oh yeah, yeah, she's my favorite comedian. <laughs> <laughs> like her comedies in Spider Man were the best. God. He's <laughs> going to care about profits. So this is the right now we have David Cross and Jay Moore, like the well, one's the nerd and one's like supposedly savvy business weasel. Is like they're talking about kind of like backstab each other. Did you catch her name? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know, right? Miss Kegel. <laughs> I'm gonna take a shot. It's Miss Kegel. <laughs> <laughs> she has a tight. <laughs> I'm taking my shot. No, and the floodgates have opened, and I'm set. <laughs> oh my god. For my holiday drink, I made uh, eggnog and with some crema de coca liqueur. Mmm. Oh, how's it taste? Oh my god. So I made this candy myself, because I was bored. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of brandy in it. It's way too much. Now we have Dennis Leary coming in here doing a pretty good Donald Trump impression. <laughs> uh, hopefully for four more years. I like when he comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Once those other absentee ballots get in. <laughs> oh, I just love how like in this meeting he's like, does the toys really do that? They're like, you mean the talk? <laughs> we talk and fight yeah no you can make them move he's like i want i don't want toys that you play with i want toys that can kill you yeah 
I like how he has like these like D and D characters. Basically, the uh, the Gorgonites are just D and D characters. He's super passionate about, and he just willingly throws them away for money. <laughs> As the classics, he's like, they're gonna learn, and you're gonna you're gonna look for the land of Gorgon. He's like, what if the soldier kills them? <laughs> <laughs> Learning. Who wants to learn? <laughs> So this was like the prequel to the Expendables, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay, that's what. I'm... <laughs> um. Well, it's funny you should say that. Would you like your first shot or not? Oh. Yeah. Okay. True or false? Uh, Joe Dante, the director here, originally wanted the Commando elites to be voiced by the cast of Predator, including Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Jesse the Body Ventura, and others. True or false? That sounds very true. I'm going to go false. The opposite of Shane. It is true. Sorry, Dan. Well, even the toys have like a predator feel. Yeah. The way they look at things is very predator-esque. So right here, they take the 2001 Space Odyssey theme. So Oh, yeah. (sighs) Smash! The one thing I love about this film is like just... I know the guy that did Gremlins did this, yeah. and you can totally tell because it's amazing. Just the toys and everything. The CGI is used so sparingly, and it looks great. Like, it's so cheesy, but it's perfect. <laughs> when he's on that little helicopter, like, you can see it, like, moving in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I taped the helicopter to my way <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot. Use a shot for that one. <laughs> Enjoy it, Dan. Stop. Santa does not like the proper anatomically correct used words. Um, a lot of the actors that play his like crew, I was like, I recognize that voice. Wait, I recognize that voice. Once mm-hmm. Ernst Borgnine. Well, do you know why? Why? If you if you wait till the wait till the credits, the entire Commando Elite besides Tommy Lee Jones' character all casted by. The actors from The Dirty Dozen. Oh my god. Don't you mean Cheaper by the Dozen? Yes, that's what I meant. <laughs> the classic cowboy western Cheaper by the Dozen. Yep. <laughs> Steve Martin's the main guy. Well, and I mean, well, here's the question. Like, if you, if you just watch the credits, you'll know this, but obviously you didn't do that. Do you know who, who plays the voices of the Gorgonites? Um, I saw Le- Le- Legola. Oh, oh Pee Wee Herman. Nope, it is a comedy troupe by the name of Monty Python. Ha! Oh, that's good. No, 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 sorry, I screwed that up. Not Monty Python, it's um, a Spinal Tap. Oh, Spinal Tap actors, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe Dante has tons of fans and tons of, like, inner workings with people in Hollywood. That's a good trivia question, damn. Sorry, back to our film here. Dennis Leary just tells him to have it ready in three months. And this is a shout out to um, Shane's podcast called Working Something. And basically they, they talk about this trope of like people say, get it done in half the time. Oh, yeah. we It's called Working Title. And we had watched The Martian. And there's this famous movie trope where they're like, all right, how long do you need? And he goes, well, I need probably a year. And he goes, you have three days. <laughs> right there. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> no, no. I Okay. Three months. Okay, now you have 12 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, like, they montage, and they, like, get it together, and it works somehow. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) you're like, wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. That's not how anything works. (laughs) (laughs) Up, drink. The the reference to uh, Gizmo. Yeah, to Gremlins drink. There's a lot of Gremlins references because obviously Joe Dante is the director of this, yeah. and one of my favorite Christmas movies is Gremlins. So, oh, we could have done Gremlins. Ah, um, I like this movie better. <laughs> well, not better. Um, another podcast we and group we enjoyed, or I did a, a commentary track on Gremlins. That's why I didn't. Uh, oh man, I just love how this is set up. It's like they use nuclear. Mis- they use missile guidance chips in toys yeah. and it makes them this way i don't I- i'm only an amateur and a missile enthusiast but i don't think that's how it works oh yeah yeah of course <laughs> and like they use this high-tech company when really like these toys are all just made in china <laughs> <laughs> Like, these toys aren't, like, lasered out, you know, in some isolated lab. It's so funny, but it's ridiculous. I didn't know Kirsten Dunst is that person right there. The play is the main villain. (laughs) Yeah, she gets lasered. (laughs) What are you, the sacrifice? Oh, Phil Hartman's such a gem. He plays the same character he plays in uh, Jingle All the Way. Exactly. (laughs) I was going to mention that, too. I love Phil Hartman. R.I.P. Yeah, really, man. Which brings us to our next sponsor. Stay away from your wives. Waste <laughs> <laughs> Potential is sponsored by divorce. Yeah. Is that a horrible thing? Do I have to take a shot for make, making a joke about Phil Hartman's death? R.I.P.? No. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do it. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I mean, that is, you're going to be drunk by 26 minutes in. Mm. Robert Picardo, for all my nerds out there, Robert Picardo from Star Trek, Ugh. Voyager, and Next Generation. Mm. Franklin Jella, also voiced Skeletor. Oh, t- Tommy Lee Jones. He's so perfect. Like, he is the perfect cast for, for that soldier. I think some of his line deliveries are kind of, like, haphazardly done, but I think for most of it, it's pretty perfect. I can't. Jerry Goldsmith, classic Hollywood um, uh, pr- uh, composer? songwriter, yeah, composer. Composer right now, and Stan Winston. Mm. Oh. Is this this is this the same set as Back to the one of the Back to the Futures or the Back the main one? It's it's probably done on one of the uh, the lots. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it looks it looks similar. The the middle circle looks familiar. That's like this movie in the hands of like so like I feel like there was just so much talent behind this movie, and that's why it's the way it is where it's like really dumb like it's really dumb but you are smiling the entire time i never stopped smiling i laughed out loud Mm -hmm. by myself multiple times like it's just well done for such a premise and they picked the ugliest damn kid to play the main kid jesus christ that kid's ugly (laughs) he's really is well if you saw right there we have four writers here and i think rewrites is been kind of a difficulty with this but i like like you said all the things behind the the all the stuff behind the screen is pretty great yeah well it's like it's it's just aware of itself enough 
And now you have Dick Miller here. He's in tons of Joe Dante and B-movies. I confused him for the guy from Godzilla, uh, who always plays Jeff Goldblum's dad. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, oh, the Harvey something fire. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said, but take a drink. <laughs> I to bleep that one out, probably. <laughs> I don't know what to say when we're not going full Rudy on this thing. No, right? If you saw the background there, it says Oktoberfest, and this is the mistake of this, uh, this podcast not doing its due diligence. We thought this was a Christmas movie, and it's not even close to a Christmas movie. I really did! I assumed it was a Christmas movie for like, oh, we got you this presents for Christmas. Exactly. I remember it as... They bought these toys, and these toys turned out to be, you know, genocidal, crazy things. If I had to make a guess, I would go off of they didn't want it to be too close to Gremlins, and they didn't want a second Christmas movie. Mm. Dick Miller's going to be fired after this. <laughs> he just stole that. I, w- I was thinking that, too. Like, um, he says, um, he says, like, he knows everything. He's pretty smart, except not to steal merchandise. Yeah, all right. And open it up and say, I want to fix it. Yeah, right. The Gorgonites are the weakest part of this thing. Like, they just do nothing. They're so worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I like Archer a lot, but the rest of them are, like, worthless. And their their literal job is to hide and complain. They're basically like, like the French. They're just all they do. <laughs> Doesn't one of them have, like, wheels or in a wheelchair or something? No. Um... No, no, he's put to get back together. Should I drink for that French joke? No, no, you're okay. F*** the French. No one likes the friends. <laughs> well, I'll drink to that, I guess. Down the hatch. We gotta stop. <laughs> you guys gotta stop. I'm fine. Our one Danish listener is not gonna be offended by that. <laughs> drink again. Welcome to the podcast. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, sorry. Oh, you lost one follower. He was Danish. Eh, that's fine. <laughs> okay, right there, Dick Miller says, this better not come bite me back in the ass. That's the theme of our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just can't wait to be in an interview, and they, like, just pull out a tape recorder and play this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, is that you? So the Catholic Church, right? <sighs> and I just get up, I just get up quietly and just go, I will, uh, I'll leave now. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you go to an interview where the guy has a tape recorder. A, he he tape recorded an actual <laughs> podcast. <laughs> for dramatic effect, I'm gonna get fired for this shit. Ah. You gotta keep drinking there, Dan. You're gonna be in trouble. God, come on. Bad. I'm three shots in, and we haven't even started this movie. Not really. Like, so, so this. Um, I love how immediately they start fighting each other. Right? <laughs> and... Oh my god! It's going right for me! <laughs> uh, I think the CGI in this is not good at all, but um, when no. you do the, the practical effects, I think it's, it's pretty good. It's so wonderful. The, the practical effects, they're just perfect. They're just literally action figures that they move around the set. <laughs> Yeah. So this um 
So here we have Chris, uh, Kirsten Dunst coming in and doing his awkward coy like thing with this boy who looks like five years younger than her. Yeah, she looks much older than him. Which I guess, what are they? Middle school is what we're gonna say. If they're if they're younger girls, like at the puberty faster, so she's taller. It kind of makes sense. Yeah, they normally look older. Yeah, so I'll allow it. Kind of weird when they're playing like sex jokes with her boyfriend that's older, but you know, high school is a weird time for everybody. They tie her up later, so that's that's inappropriate. <laughs> well, they are in. Well, no, they, they're actually in high school because he got kicked out of two different high schools. I think so. I think they are in high school. Just he looks younger, and this kid is homely as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I just like he's like declare your allegiance and then shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones made me laugh so much in this, just because he's like mm-hmm. surrender, or die, <laughs> just all the time. <laughs> I want to watch the behind-the-scenes footage where Jones is, is, like, recording this in, like, a sound booth. That'd be so much fun. Oh, that would be. Or to watch, like, the German version of this. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure this didn't play well in Germany. This, like, soldier that just is unwillingly genocidal towards a race of... Never mind. I'm a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that one, Tara Shane. (laughs) Okay, so I, I thought it was funny that, like, these toys are programmed by David Cross and Jay Moore to be xenophobic or be misunderstood pacifists. It's just the funniest, like, thing. <laughs> oh, I know. And, like, pacifists are, like, put as, you're you're not pacifists because, like, it's a belief. It's, you're taught to lose. <laughs> <laughs> so you're either American or you're taught to not be American. <laughs> <laughs> you're a different Shoot him. Oh my god, dude. I know. What a weird thing to program into a toy. I love that. I just, I love the setup too. I'm sorry, moving on from that. But he's just yes, got a knife. You. He just comes in and this toy has a knife up to the yeah, other I know, right? And he's like, oh, right where I left you too. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. You did not leave them there. You got a protractor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this kid is like the dumbest kid. As soon as like the one pulled a gun on the other one, I'd be like, oh, okay, these toys are too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So wasn't the premise they hacked into the military system and downloaded the military, like, uh, codes and they programmed those codes into each doll, right? No. So, th- so doesn't that make the military, like, racist? They took a military chip. Oh, yeah, so it's this, the chips are from the military, so the military's concept is if it, if it moves or it's a different color, then shoot, right? Well, well, they, no. <laughs> so they, they declare later, it's whatever you tell your computer you want it to do, the chip <laughs> makes it smarter. So Stop, s- stop. You sound stupid, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this, though. Do you think Transformers 1 was trying to be small soldiers? Because it's almost identical. I wrote mm. that down too. It's exactly identical. We'll get to that. Too it's like the, the same you... actors, same premise, just and the same little things. Where like um, the the one character learns English by listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. And like the dad's the same dad. The mom looks like almost the same mom. Act. They both act the same way. I literally think Michael Bay was just like small soldiers is great. What if we took the the action figures and made them giant robots from space 
I looked at the writers. I, I figured it'd be the same writers and there wasn't there, but really quickly we missed it. The um the dad's all stressed out and the mom says, We moved away so you wouldn't be stressed out because owning a small business isn't stressful at all. <laughs> mm. This is also the premise to arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's like a weird techno or like future speak kind of thing going here foil on head person yeah yeah well this kind of goes to the same theme as Grinlims here where it's kind of like um like when people are irresponsible with pets then mm. you have a disaster which is the gremlins theme this one's when you're responsible with technology disaster <laughs> i love how phil hartman in pretty much every movie i see him in plays like the smiling <laughs> neighbor like mm-hmm. he's always Great. the smiling oh ah Ugh. Shot or shot or not here. <sighs> um, true or false? This is Phil Hartman's final live action film role. No, live no. Yeah, final live action film role. So I'd be close. I'm gonna say yay. True. It is actually true. This film came out shortly after he passed away. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P. They had they actually had to change. Uh, supposedly, they had to change some things in the final film hmm. after he passed. So I don't know what that means, but I don't. Maybe something like he was getting injured or something. Santa sucks. <laughs> Santa does suck, man. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. I've had so much sugar in this first little like. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be throwing up on the podcast. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking Santa. I can't do this. <laughs> Hashtag Santa, I'm cool with that. (laughs) Drink again. I'm five in. So this is um, this is very similar to like the the gremlin scene when uh when Billy first is kind of like messing around with with Gizmo on the bed and kind of like showing Corey Feldman in the film like Mm -hmm. what's going on. Or when he finds Bumblebee in his backpack. You're suffocating me. <laughs> nice save, Dan. I'm, I'm, nice save. I would think that I had been smoking too much weed if my uh, toys were just like, I am Archer, emissary of the Gorgonites. I'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been like, someone slipped in like acid, or like Dick Miller put some acid in his drink, and then he's just been tripping this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh. Or I would recast this with Tom Green as the kid. Oh my god. And he's just like, oh my god. Are you proud of me, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Side note: This is like the fifth podcast where you mentioned Tom Green. I love Tom Green. I just picture him now, just like everyone's like, stop playing with toys. And he's like, <laughs> no, they're not toys. They're organites. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is uh, right here, your practical effects from Stan, Stan Winston, classic um, prop guy here. And you mm-hmm. have like, a huge archer and you have like uh, it's built in and then you have like the movements. And I, what I like about it is like the mouth is kind of wonky, but it's a toy. So it makes sense that it wouldn't fully like articulate. It's just kind of up and down. So it kind of makes sense. Oh, yeah, it's perfect that any movement it does shouldn't be perfect. It goes by how it goes by like how it's designed. It's only designed to go like by a little bit each time so yeah it's cool because because action figures can are are 3d things but they can only kind of move on a 2d plane usually 
Mm-hmm. If, if only Jar Jar Binks had the same function. <laughs> if only Sam Winston did Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> oh my god, did George Lucas get his idea for the, for the Gorgonites with the uh, Gungans? <laughs> the Gungans. Alright, we, we gotta put him down. Jar Jar being too annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I like this homage, to, or not homage, but this is like the commercial. He literally does what he did in the commercial. Yeah. Right there. So that was good rating. It's a callback. This is cool. <laughs> this is bad. This CGI is bad. Ooh. Yeah. And they introduced the, the whole cast with the... Which is funny because uh, we were talking about a movie that Bruce Dean is in. I think that's in Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern is yeah. in. Um, and he just so happened to be in this. Small world, man. Bruce Dern must do a lot more than I thought he did. Who are you, what are you talking about? I only know him from Digstown. Oh, I've never seen Digstown, so I don't know your dumb references. Oh, it's going on the list. You're going to watch Digstown at some point. It's excellent. I'm good. Best boxing movie ever. Oh! They have massive guns. How did they, how did they not kill the Gorgonites? Holy cow. Well, because, <laughs> well, because the guns are plastic. Oh, oh that's oh, right. Oh, he broke it. Because the first thing he tells him to do right now is to go... Oh, sorry, I'm not narrating properly. Right now, uh, Chip Hazard is getting out all of his cronies and they're getting reinforcements. And the first thing to do is, is they get into the dad's wood wood shop stuff and start using it to kill the Gorgonites. I love it. The The best part of this movie is all the weird weaponized things. Like, the guys that did all those had to have so much fun. Like, let's make a little RC car that shoots flaming tennis balls. <laughs> According to IMDb, this was Stan Winston's one of his favorite films to make because he and his crew just had so much fun making all the characters and doing all the little gadgets and stuff. So it was like a lot of fun for the crew to make. Oh, I can only imagine. It's like, okay, go to Home Depot and figure out whatever sort of terrible device you can create, like some Robot Wars mm-hmm. nonsense that you could throw together. I like that right there. It's this question of reality. It kind of goes with your whole thing there, Danny, about the acid trip. <laughs> Is that a Nazi flag back there? I don't know. I didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) The kid's just a low-key Nazi. (laughs) He's he's a xenophobic Xander. He's like, I find myself siding with the uh, commando elite a little bit here. (laughs) I love how this kid, I love how Archer is learning from everything from like Wikipedia, which is how everyone learns anything. Right. And he just stumbles on like a random picture of a lake and he's like, oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> Lake Placid. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, nice. Oh, this was gonna be a this kitty's so amazing. I was like, who needs who needs toys <laughs> when you got a kitty? Fight him. Oh, you smell like poo. <laughs> Kitty enjoys that kitty too much. <laughs> oh, that cat would eat them. Or just knock it to the ground and keep like smacking it around. Oh god, you know how much my cats would freak out if a toy moved when they were licking it? They'd just be like (laughs) (laughs) Which in the Christmas spirit I was thinking of something. Uh, Mm. I was watching The Grinch and I went The Grinch doesn't have a dog because as I was watching The Grinch I look at my tree and my cats are in it and they've broken (laughs) about five ornaments now. Mm. (laughs) But um, Drink again. The the Grinch didn't have a dog. He had cats. The Grinch had cats <laughs> for sure. 
<laughs> like, he, his personality would have. Nothing will ruin Christmas more than cats. <laughs> yeah. You can make that? Okay, cool. <laughs> it'd be better it'd be better if the Grinch just bought all the uh, the, the the who's in Whoville cats in the cactus room Christmas. Oh god, just release cats on the town and every <laughs> all the tinsel is ruined. All the nativity scenes will be knocked over. <laughs> they poop in the stockings, it'd be so awesome. Uh, CGI isn't great here. No, it's but they use it very sparingly, so it doesn't really take you out. Um, that's not true. I just don't think you notice it. There's, well, here we go. Shut or not? Okay, just let me pour some more. I'm, I'm already very nauseated. This is excellent. <laughs> this might be the first okay, cast you hear me vomit on, on cast. <laughs> Shot or not? Um, much of the pup original puppetry was scrapped because CGI became cheaper and simpler at the time. True or false? That's that's got to be true. This is around that time. Ah, uh, that's false. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, it's true. Dude, come on, man. Which is so sad, because this movie is for puppetry. Yeah, so Joe Dante said the original idea and the puppets were all going to be used, but then the time and simplicity, they went with a lot more CGI. This right now is a reference to the movie Patton, so drink as well. Yep. There's a lot of references in this. And he's like... Do not ask what you can do for your country, but ask why you only have one life to do for your country or something. Yeah. <laughs> what does, okay, what does it make sense to me? <laughs> I'm waiting for Dan to get involved with this. Um, but um, I was I was confused, like, how did the, I know the Gorgonites learned it from the internet, but how did they all learn these references? I, I just think that the writers at the Toy Factory just pre-programmed him with all half quotes. <laughs> Like a pseudo cliches. <laughs> the military. Well, I know like David Cross is wearing like a MIT uh, sweater later, so I just assume that that's him. I, I don't know. Sure. We also missed a Gremlins reference earlier when uh, the Alan threatens to throw Archer in a, in a, a microwave, and then oh. Gremlins. That's how Billy. I think Billy's mother kills one of them in a microwave. Mm -hmm. Oh. Wow. I wish we were doing beer. <laughs> That's on you. Um, I like the name Troglodyte. I like the name of all the Gorgonites. It's just their their characters are so lame, and then in the end, when they start fighting, they're even worse. Like it, I just don't think they go bonga bonga. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would do a Pokemon movie like this. <laughs> we're like, what is this? It's just like. <laughs> and it's just is that kill it kill it the stupid rat <laughs> and they're all like horribly like disfigured and gross looking like ugh, they're monsters i've been waiting for a good pokemon movie and we will watch the original pokemon movie at some point on this show but i mm -hmm. i never saw detective pikachu so i'll say that yeah never it's pretty terrible it's probably not great if you like Ryan Reynolds, you'll laugh a lot, but when the plot kicks in, you're just like, this is really stupid, even for... I feel like, movies. I just want to, every time I'd watch it, I'd just picture him saying the F word, because I just think of, like, Deadpool. <laughs> oh, I know! I thought it was going to be rated R. I was like, Jesus, I don't know if I could watch Deadpool be Pikachu. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to make any jokes, because I don't want to drink any more shots. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see Pikachu get his penis shot off and it grows back. <laughs> 
I think this is weird watching this because Kirsten Dunst is like, I can't tell how old she is. She looks like she is a Spider-Man. It's like for the majority of life, she didn't age from like 14 to like 26. Are you saying that Spider-Man hooked up with someone that was younger aged? I don't know. This is two years after Jumanji and she was like 14 then. So she's probably only 16, 17. Like, I don't think she's as old as she looks. Yeah. She did a lot of movies as a young child actress. She did uh, she did a movie with I think James Woods in like the like nineteen ninety. She's been acting since she was like a toddler. Gosh, she must be making so much money, way more than I ever did. I could do this. I could look at this kid and be like, "Oh, you think I'm pretty?" I'm using you for toys. <laughs> I, I just don't think she'd be into him. I think she'd be on the guy with the Kawasaki. Like yeah, I, I I don't know. He looks he looks like a tool. I well, know. I don't know. They they kind of like set him up because they're like, wait, you got kicked out of high school, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, I kind of burned it down. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> three different ones. Did you call in a bomb threat? You know you can get prison time for that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I got probation knighted. He looks kind of like a young. DiCaprio. He has the same haircut and kind of the eyes. You know who he looks like? Now I realize. Because the whole movie, I was like, God, who is he? He looks like John Connor from Terminator 2. Like a younger one. Oh, Edward Furlong? No, he looks yeah. like a, an actual real James from the James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> <laughs> the dead eyes, too? Yeah, His look at forehead that. is so big. God, he can land a plane in that it's because he parted his hair with that like that weird metrosexual haircut. I like how his dad comes and he's like, there's one toy broken? You are a failure as a son. Why'd you burn down those three schools? <laughs> I was a good kid, and I don't think my parents would trust me at like 16 to run a store by myself. I think it's kind of illegal, too, unless you like pay him and have him under contract. But It's a small town. It's the, the small town blows up an entire block and then nothing happens. I'm pretty sure this is fine. Oh, it's amazing. Dennis Leary just shows him and goes, excellent. <laughs> cool. South American rebels that will love these toys. I'm like, what? <laughs> he doesn't even change them to weapons. He's just like, keep them as toys. Right. I just picture like, I just briefing the president and they're like, all right, Pablo Escobar is a real issue. What are we doing? Well, um, we bought these toys from uh, this defense business, and they're supposed to be deadly. So, are they like really huge, like, like huge, like human-sized toys? No, they're like about ten inches tall, and they they just take whatever they can and turn them into little weaponry. Do they have souls? Nah. Okay. <laughs> How much do they cost? All right. About eight. About eighty dollars. <laughs> Well, it sounds cheaper than training soldiers. Hmm. So is that his biker gang back there? I didn't even notice this. It's like he drives up on a motorcycle, but then there's three other motorcycles back there. Oh, just yeah. Like... Well, he, he talks about scrimmage, so I'm guessing that's the cool squad on their mopeds. Whoa! Douches. They should have drove rice rockets like a normal person. Santa's, Santa's offended by um, cleaning products or a shame drink. Ooh. Santa sucks. <laughs> he does.
I like how he thinks his kid pawned all his tools. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's an acid. <laughs> That's right, for the drugs. <laughs> the toy said, get more money to buy more acid. Sell his toy. Sell his stuff. All of a sudden, um, uh, what's that? Um, what's that song? The, um, the awesome one along. The, the Jefferson. Jefferson Airplane? Uh, Je- yeah. yeah, Jefferson Airplane song. What's that song called? Al- Alice. Uh, oh, oh, Magic Carpet Ride. White- no, no, idiot. That's a white rabbit. White rabbit. Oh, Shane's thinking of Steppenwolf. No, Magic Carpet Ride is Jefferson Airplane. Line. No, it's not. It's Ste- Steppenwolf. Look it up. Oh, how much you want to bet? Didn't gamble you? a shot on it right now. Oh yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll gamble a shot. It's it's Jefferson Airplane. Carpet. Mm-mm. Steppenwolf. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Take a shot, idiot. I'm not going to make it. And we're going to get halfway through this movie. And you're just going to hear me fall down and vomit. <laughs> and this going to be it. And it's you're going to hear my cats eat me. Two, one, murder the child. <laughs> you made the bet that you couldn't handle. Mm. <laughs> okay. This is the most ridiculous scene ever and I love it. It's so much fun. And like, it's a dog <laughs> from Dr. Doolittle ah! and uh, Norm MacDonald voices. Oh, that's a fun reference. It's literally the same dog. Yeah. Uh, so if you're, uh, if you're not watching right now, um, the 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 stupider, big old armed um, commando is attached to the boy's foot and being dragged, and a dog's chasing him. There's this like whole scene of him like trying to get onto the bike, and it's just so wonderful. I want to see like a, um, a a reverse shot of people like uh, like people on the on the outside watching this happen. Like, what the hell yeah. is going on right now? There's something there. <laughs> they do it a little bit here, but it's just like an action figure hanging off the bike. It's just it's just taped on there. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's too much fun. The CGI doesn't look too bad. Yeah. And, like, this kid is oblivious. This is a little bit of arachnophobia, where he doesn't notice this big old action figure trying to climb on the back of his bike. Mm. You know, yeah, well, that's what you said earlier. He didn't notice that the kid, like, these toys are moving. He's, he's pretty dumb. I was going to mention uh, a football player, but yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I like how Tommy Lee Jones is, like, a good leader, too. He cares about his soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> Put him down. It's so weird that they have like this like uh, emotional connection to each other, but they're also like terrible xenophobic evil people. Oh, it's hilarious! <laughs> it's wonderful. It's like they're a little team of just evil, evil Nazis. What means that is targeted? Oh, Disney reference. Drink. Yeah. Small yeah. world after all. No. Now this actress. I've seen her before. SNL. Ah, that's it. I was like, I know her. Rah, rah, Ruchi, rah, rah, Ruchi, Yeah, the, uh, the Will Ferrell were, were they both uh, cheerleaders. That's right. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the cricket. Oh, there's so many things. With, with frickin' Archer, he's just like, the Gorgonites. Which, I didn't think... I've always thought the Gorgonites from South Park 
when the Catholic Church is like oh, sacrificing yeah. <laughs> children to spiders, and there's like this intergalactic Catholic Church. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you almost went a whole podcast without mentioning him, and you did it. Uh, <laughs> well, I I always thought that, and I was like, forget the Gorgonites, and I'm like, <laughs> the Dallas are the twenty five chief down there. How are we supposed to? You know what? <laughs> Not Santa's really gonna cancel. I was like. What? And then I was like, oh my gosh, the Gorgonites are from this? <laughs> yeah. Did they have to pay them for that name? No, it's just a, it's a reference, and it's not even like the drawings. They get away with way worse. That's true. I mean, Barbara Streisand had to have sued them for libel, right? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone... And if anyone deserves to, it's definitely Barbara Streisand. Wouldn't that be the funniest court hearing ever to sit in a South Park one where they're like, Your Honor, my client was portrayed as a giant Godzilla-like monster. (laughs) (laughs) Hellbent. That was eventually destroyed by a moth that is the lead singer of The Cure. (laughs) (laughs) So this this is the scene where they're having the the press conference where they're releasing the the toys and David Cross is kind of pushed aside because he always plays the nerdy nerd. So is Miss Kegel his assistant? (laughs) <laughs> or or just a model like she just kind of does a lot of different things she's whatever she has to be she's a good secretary whatever she needs to be exactly dennis leary is just such an asshole. i love it he's always the uh, same dude. person oh dang it dang it i know trick again did, did you guys notice the uh the reference to um greek mythology with his name mars yeah god of war yeah hmm. Stop touching me. No, not down not right now. Later. Not in the office. No. <laughs> and I like how he has access to like one person that called about a complaint for a toy that's not released. Right. <laughs> he has to be like crazy anal retentive to like listen in to every little voicemail. Isn't that little doll doesn't um What am I thinking of? Of the doll. It's like that, the Mr. Squeezy doll, but is it from Jurassic Park? Um, yeah, uh, Dennis Neg- Nedry has one of those. Yeah, he's, he's like, squeezing it, yeah. I doubt that's a Jurassic Park reference. Okay, this is the, my thing that irritates me, is how does David Cross not know about the chips if he's, like, developing and designing? How does he not know about yeah, it? Yeah, he would know that there's, like, this missile guidance chip that made it $80. It'd probably be way more than $80, because I'm sure the Pentagon would probably pay $90 million for them, so. <laughs> 1200 well, well, it doesn't it doesn't make sense why he didn't do any due diligence and look into what those chips are. And so, the the whole I I'm okay with the microprocessor making them like evil, you know, Nazi toys, right? I'm okay with that. You gotta you gotta set up the premise for these toys to be monsters, right? But when they're like, oh yeah, the Pentagon wouldn't buy them because of EMP. I'm pretty sure most electronic devices won't survive an EMP. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like an EMP is like a doomsday device now. Like, uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, but okay, you're our resident military, uh, Shane. Mm-hmm. I served for three months. What the hell are munitions chips? I just assume that they're like, because they said we could put them in a ballistic missile and it would hit some unfortunate soul. Like seven thousand miles away, I just assume they're guidance chips, which I don't think would make sense why they have AI intelligence. 
that's it. That's my next question: Is why would you want AI intelligence and a guided missile? Because it'd be like, you know what? It just flies away and says, "I'm not gonna blow you up." The toy just like goes off it. The the missile launches and it just keeps going into space. He's like, "I'm gonna go find myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find Gorgon." <laughs> <laughs> so the nuke is flown away in search of Gorgon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Surprise, mother! Ooh, what's he doing? They're going to torture him and waterboard him. Oh, no. <laughs> I love it. Can you imagine coming into your kitchen and you find, like, this setup of toys that are holding another toy over a garbage disposal? <laughs> Stop doing drugs, Alan. It's too much fun. I lose my sh- I lose my stuff. Drink again. Why did we make cussing an issue? Come on! <laughs> We're not sending this to Disney. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> I can't wait for the next podcast. I'm going to go ham. I'm just, just no one's going to be able to listen to it. <laughs> this is a reference here to Gremlins. This is a scene where Billy fights out the Gremlins in the kitchen. Because yeah. I think the mom has like a turkey knife too and swings at him. I like how he has a Dremel that's plugged into the wall. <laughs> just like... <laughs> pull it, dude. Jeez, pull it. They're toys. Oh, uh, that is one ugly looking doll. Well, I like how he's not even like put off that this this action figure is threatening him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Okay, because that's how you should respond to them. And later when they're all freaking out about him, you should be like, oh, they're toys, kick them. That's why I didn't like the EMP thing. I think it would have been more fun if they just all were like, let's get him. And like, you know, when Kirsten Dunst's like driving the lawnmower over him, like that kind of thing. Like, you could really, I don't care how scary an AI and an action figure is. If you can punt it, it's not that scary. <laughs> <laughs> or outrun one. <laughs> That's why in the next scene when the Gorg, uh, not Gorg, the commandos go into his garage, the dad should have been a gun nut. And then the, the commandos have guns. How crazy would that be? Oh, I know. But then they couldn't build all the fun little RC cars with nail guns on them. And... That's true. I just, I just feel like... You could make them where it's like they're mildly inconveniencing until you accept the truth about them. But when everyone just goes, all right, we're done with this. And they just start kicking them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, sh- shot or not, true or false. Um, Gregory Smith, who's Alan Abernathy right here, was the runner-up for the role of Frodo in Lord of the Rings. Please, God, no. Oh, it's true. Oh, he kind of looks like it, doesn't he? False. It is false. What yeah. hell? Sorry, Dan. Catch up with me, Dan. I am hurting, and we are <laughs> not even that far into this thing. I like how. They, I, I mean, they're reasonable parents thinking that he's on drugs. I would think he's on drugs too. I mean, he's grinding an action figure. At the. I would think he's on meth. Remember those nose things. Like the little strips you'd put on your nose? Did you guys ever use those? I didn't, but my grandpa did to sleep. I remember using them. I don't know if they actually work. I'm pretty sure it's just Bengay. Bengay patch, yeah. Mm. I'm not taking a drink for that. It's a literal brand name. I didn't say anything. <laughs> we all we did. Oh, we now, now I have to take a drink? <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't say anything. We were good. 
Move on. I'll add some music. Shut up. What music? No, I'll. God. <laughs> they played music. No, I said I'll cover over it with some music so we can move on past it. But you keep addressing it. Oh. <laughs> Why do they make action figures jacked? What if they made one that's just like average? Because you don't want to be. You don't have a, a superhero to be like to look like me. Like, sl like Slim Sam, lame. Slim Sam. <laughs> what's what's basically just Gumby? Because Mr. Fantastic is the worst superhero. That's why no one wants to be stretchy. That's true. Stretchy man is so dumb. You're like, what if I just got scissors and cut you when you were stretched out? Magetic. <laughs> Magetic. <laughs> this is what I was saying earlier. It'd be so much more fun if you was a gun nut. Because in the end, they could blow things up and shoot things. But oh, like yeah. You said, you're right, though. This is more fun that they, they build their own like like uh, vehicles of doom. Oh, the little Doom vehicles they make are so much fun. Just RC cars with chainsaws on. <laughs> it's like a Mad Max. Oh, it's so beautiful. I know you've seen it, Dan. Have you seen the Burbs, Shane? With Tom Hanks? Mm. Okay, we should watch the Burbs one time. It's a Joe Dante film. It's a comedy. Burbs is good. That's, that's, that's underrated. I've always seen it, and I go, huh. It's a Joe Dante one, and it's, uh, it's a great comedy. Because I've seen, uh, what is it, um, Johnny and the Volcano, or... That's uh, uh, Joe versus the Volcano, that's not Joe Dante. I always conf I, I confuse that with the Burbs, I know they're not the same movie, but they're like... It's the same those... time period of Tom Hanks comedy. Yeah, really Tom Hanks movies that you go, hmm. Everyone forgets Tom Hanks is a bachelor party, and that movie's oh. trash. <laughs> <laughs> if it launches, lacerates, or detonates... I love that. It's a great line. <laughs> I want to move out. I want to leave the house. And now he's doing weed or something and talking to his <laughs> talking to his Gorgon. This kid. Oh my god. This kid really needs friends. All of a sudden, it turns into that TV show Wilfred. <laughs> awesome. Or. Uh, what was the dirty one with Patton Oswalt and uh, the guy from Law and Order? Oh. Uh, Which is strangely like a Christmas one. I know you're talking about. I've never seen it, but you try to it's make called, me watch like, it. It's called like Magical or Lassie or. Old Yeller. The name is the name of the the, of the flying donkey. Yeah. Called, Actually, pretty good though. Oh, I never saw it. You try to get me to watch it. Not bad. It's strange. I like strange. Yeah. Um. So right now, if you're not watching the film with us, um, Alan Abernathy and Archer are digging through a dumpster to find the hiding Gorgonites. Because it's always fun when your heroes are found in a dumpster, and that's the stealing from Star Wars. Oh, a little eyeball in the dumpster. Yeah. yeah. He's a homeless man. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to... He's like, leave me alone, guy. Leave me alone, God. <laughs> Drink, Dan. God, it's been a while. It's fine. <laughs> That thing is. I think Insaniac is my least favorite. Oh, I know. He makes one joke that I giggled at, and he goes, "Look, it looks like we're out to launch." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Ha!" He's like always making these like punny jokes. Yeah, he's a Tasmanian devil, basically. They're also pathetic and you know sad. He's yeah. got a radio, and it's uh, our it's our favorite uh, Alan Shear or Alan Shear. Uh, it's Harry Shear. Harry Shearer, yep. Because because he's part of Spinal Tap. 
Oh, he was, huh? He's he's the bassist. Yeah. Holy These guys cow! Are all from Spinal Tap. I told you. What a what a difference between him and Godzilla and Spinal Tap. Yeah, but he just sounds like uh, he just sounds like uh, Kent Brockman from The Simpsons, or uh, from our John Q one. Uh, Tuck, Tuck, Tip, Tip oh, Carrington, Tuck, or uh, Tuck Lambley. Tuck Lambley. <laughs> Who named their kid? I kept calling Tuck. her Carlson. <laughs> Tucker, yeah, we just ended up calling him Tucker Carlson. Oh, and this guy. I would have recast him with Anthony Hopkins, and he's just working no, alone. You and your Anthony Hopkins references. This is Robert Picardo. He gives you nerd credibility. He's from Star Trek. Ernest Borgnoy, whatever his name is. Ernest Borgnine? Yeah, Borgnoy. Ernest B- Borgnine, yeah. I just beat a fire. Top notch. Imagine a processor that could fire a ballistic missile and drink a glass of Chianti with a side of kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so Waste Potential Podcast is known for two references. Um, <laughs> Sounds of the Lambs and Tom Green. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I think about all day. I'm just watching The Mandalorian and I'm like, Tom Green would be better in this. <laughs> Okay, want to do some special shot or not for holidays? We're doing it! All right. Okay, so I asked uh, both the gentlemen here, Dan and Shane, to give me and tell me what their favorite Xmas gift mm-hmm. is. Okay, this is Dan's. Tell me if it's true or false there, Shane. Mm-hmm. Dan's favorite uh, Christmas gift was a signed basketball from Kobe Bryant in 2001. True or false? Wow. Uh, false? Yeah, it's false. It's Wow, that's gotta be worth a lot right now. <laughs> okay, and for you, Dan, Shane says his favorite first uh, for his favorite gift for Christmas was his first acoustic guitar. True or false? True. I actually don't remember what I wrote, but that's false. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote down the Xbox game uh, Halo. Oh my god. Ah. Yeah. When I got my first Xbox, like the black, the big chunky black mm. one, and I played Halo Combat Evolved, holy moly. That was a Christmas. I don't even think I finished opening the gifts. I think like my mom yelled at me because I just went and plugged in the Xbox and was like, <laughs> I'm good. And I didn't open any of her gifts. It was like my dad's gift. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reference here to the the gremlins when the gremlins are running around um, Billy's room and causing a ruckus. So drink. Oh yeah, man. I like the little eyeball one. Uh-huh. He's he's fun, and he's like the one that they use the most. Like he's actually a thing that turns and looks at him. Mm-hmm. It's creepy, but it's also doesn't speak, so it's not annoying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cute, kind of like Wally. It's That's better cool. than the one that with the stone hands goes. <laughs> <laughs> the Rudy one. Oh. <laughs> Yay! You made the joke, not me. I'll drink. <laughs> I've I've earned it. I've earned it. Also, her good. obsession with Led Zeppelin. I mean, Led Zeppelin's awesome. I love them. I don't know a lot of girls that are like super into Led Zeppelin. I that's sexist. I'm gonna drink. Oh <laughs> well, because they're because ra- they're rapists. <laughs> what? Led Zeppelin used to take girls and kidnap them, throw them in their van, and then. Go party with them. Wow. 
Definitely yeah. wouldn't fly today, but no one talks about that. I like how she has Led Zeppelin posters. Like, her room is cooler than his. Because he has a Xena poster in his. Yeah, I thought it was... <laughs> Xena's pretty cool. <laughs> 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 I like how they're like, ah, classic. I just love their design. He's got a little, like, uh, what is that, exacto knife on it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, drink, queen. Oh. Oh, yeah. I like how he has fireworks in October. Jesus, man. They're Jubilee. This is so much fun. Just these little action figures with, like, torches, mm-hmm. and they're building these death machines. Yeah, this is the best, because this is, like, the, the not the end of it, but most of the practical stuff is in the background. Right here is a little CGI, but the other stuff in the background is the practical stuff is fun. Oh, yeah. This is around the same time as Toy Story, isn't it? This is three years afterwards. Wow. Toy Story is different, though. Toy Story is way different. Yeah. This looks a lot better than Toy Story, that's for sure. <laughs> well, he, well, well, here's the behind the scenes I was reading about. And Joe Dante said this was that, like, originally this was supposed to be a much darker film. But then but then when different producers got in, like DreamWorks got involved because they, they picked up the rights for it. They made it much more toned down. But I, I would love to see the darker version of this. Yeah, but that, awesome. that's more my style of film, though. Oh, my gosh. Imagine this, like, rated R, just blood everywhere. Oh, right, like, bloodier, and I think that'd be more fun. Because, like, that's where I have an issue with this. It's almost too light. Because Gremlins is kind of dark, if I remember it. If you make it darker, though, it's going to be too close to uh, Gremlins. Gremlins is dark once you rewatch it. There's a bunch of murder. Oh, yeah. That's my biggest complaint about this, is the uh, the commandos are never scary, and the threat of them is never bad, because in Gremlins, the Gremlins killed people, then they became over the top. So, like, like it takes the seriously until it becomes an absolute nonsense, chaotic cartoon, but, but really, they're terrifying. The commandos are so jokey. Yeah, like, yeah, there's no, there's no, oh my gosh. Because, like, the gremlins, yeah, while one gremlin's, like, getting drunk and, like, burping, the other one's eating somebody, you know? Like, yeah. it's, yeah. you're like, oh, my God. So it's it's fun. It, it's because it's more adult. Mm-hmm. And, like, this one seems like they were trying to market it to kids, but it was originally made for adult. It You can feel... <laughs> I'm sorry. He's watching the TV... Phil Hartman's like trying out his TV and there's this motorcycle chase that just slams into a car <laughs> and then changes the channel. <laughs> just, it's so ridiculous. But no, I think it would be better if like they actually killed somebody because I mean they would. It'd be very easy. I mean they're running around with sharp objects. No, yeah. If, if they even killed just one or two people then like you'd have more of a darker tone and then you take mm. them more seriously but by the end they're like literally cracking jokes and saying things and things so what's what it's fine it's it, it works for a silly movie but i always just think about it in my brain now like it'd be interesting to see if it got dark and kind of went more adult right if it stayed kind of silly like this but with every time this is like the eighth cast i've done that <laughs> <laughs> but uh 
Yeah, no. Like, if they would have stuck with this fun little goofy stuff, but they actually killed somebody. Like, right here. What if they gave him too many sleeping pills, and then the mom just goes... That would be amazing. Goes full Heath Ledger on us. Oh, alright, P. I'll drink. <laughs> Phil Hartman's so freaking amazing. He's like, World War Two is my favorite war. My favorite war. <laughs> that <was> my <laughs> That's favorite. the best line ever. I think it's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was not good, but the second one. <laughs> that one, we killed those Nancys. <laughs> Phil Hartman's just so wonderful. Mm-hmm. His SNL skits are just fantastic and also... um. Is it news radio? He just is like, yeah. like the best, like every man and can just be like a straight guy. He's so great. His comedy is like, a, yeah, it's like an every man comedy. It's very straight, but it's like the, I don't, it's, it's mm-hmm. Phil Hartman, man. You just can't replicate it. Well, well, like if you listen to SNL people, they always say the best, like actors and comedians are the ones who are the straight guys because like they knew how to like keep it together but also play off of things and not seem too funny you know you didn't have your jimmy fallon who would be like i would and just lose their every time someone said anything yeah drink (laughs) ow god i hate this prison i'm so much more like more quiet now it sucks imagine if okay this is dark but imagine they killed that kid like, you'd be so oh, terrified just, of that. Oh, I know. Because in the, the next scene when the, the dolls come alive and attack Kirsten Dunst is creepy. Yeah, I remember that It's one. burned into my brain. There's some great creepy visuals, but nothing else in this movie captures that. I also have some questions, too. Why did they take all their clothes off? I like, know. why wouldn't they just program them to with their clothes on? But they, like, put camo bikinis on them. <laughs> Because I think because like the dolly stuff is cutesy and they don't want that, but I think it'd be creepier if like a bride with a messed up face is like mm-hmm. is like stabbing you, kind of like kind of like the bride of Chucky thing. I like like their random science they apply here. Like the dolls have no computer in them, but they're like, oh, electricity, yeah. and it makes them evil. <laughs> they don't even mention how they get all the computer chips. We can fix him. Yeah. Right. What? This is creepy. I like this scene. Really. Pops it open. He does this, this, this little, this little like lament. <laughs> it's fun. This whole thing's just fun. Mm-hmm. You don't see movies like this anymore. Well, if he did, it'd be all CGI. I know it's unfortunate. A lot of this is CGI, but but I think the thing is, is like everything is very serious. Like now, our superheroes are very serious, so we don't have a lot of like kind of goofy stuff. You have Guardians of the Galaxy, but they're kind of like an anomaly. Yeah. And now they're swallowed up into all the other... Ugh. But this is this is just so much fun. I was laughing the whole time at this. Yeah. This is obviously Frankenstein's so a drink. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I am struggling, guys. Playing right now, too? Is there a song playing? I don't know. I'm gonna vomit. I think it's just a theme, like the Bride of Frankenstein or Frankenstein or something like that, so never mind. They make a lot of movie references, like in their yeah, cannon fodder, Gwendy. <laughs> I love that. How may I serve you? There's so many good little clever writing in this. Yeah, another Frankenstein reference. <laughs> but I like how they like plug like random tubes into him. Like he's just a plastic toy, but 
Oh, there's a kitty. That kitty would knock that sh stuff over so fast. <laughs> nice save. Can't have any water around. Cats just go, oh, that looks like a drink. <laughs> suck if I knocked it over. You can knock it over, can't I? Just clean that up. It's a mess. Bye, guys. I'm gonna go poop. <laughs> this is really weird. What if he just got sniped? Right. In the oh, I know. I, I do want to see the movie with guns. A laser dot comes out of nowhere. And they're like in a gunfight. Wouldn't that be fun? Like, he has guns and they're shooting back at the action figures with guns. <laughs> go, go, go. They're like trenches built in the backyard. Go, go. <laughs> <laughs> napalm comes. Oh my gosh. Was, we're writing a movie make here. Napalm at, at a gasoline and orange juice, to be honest. <laughs> Let's get in touch with Joe Dante. We want to make Saul Small Soldiers too. The dark version. Uh, one of the writers has been trying to make Small Soldiers 2 forever, and they tried to get um, 20th Century Fox tried to remake it, actually, like, get the rights for it. So they've tried, but I don't think anyone really cares that much to remake No, they need to make, you know, the next Fast and Furious or... Ugh. Guy has an earring. Yeah. Okay, so I I completely understand the reality that, like, you know, teenagers have sex and kiss and all that thing like that, but in movies, underage kids, like, paid to do it and kind of acted out as creepy to me. Yeah, I'm okay with, like, a... Like, a, a wink at it, but this is like, he's like, come on, let's, let's go upstairs and... I almost said it, but, but bone plow. This is my favorite scene of the movie is when uh, Kirsten Dunst goes in her room and all the the dolls are creepy. The lighting is so great. I I like it. It's fun, and like her reaction to this weird Frankenstein laboratory built yeah. in her room is it's believable. And like the creepy dolls that are like hello. Yeah. But it doesn't fit the rest of the movie at all, but it is I wish the movie was like this more. Right? Kill me. <laughs> oh, how creepy would that be? Oh god. Yeah, her reaction's like perfect horror. And it's yeah. it's even done in like the Dutch angles, so you know like they thought like this is a Joe Dante type scene. Mm-hmm. But like them getting wrestled down by action figures, I'd be like, um no. <laughs> It would work if they all ambushed and didn't do this little walk-up thing and, like, a bunch of them jumped on top of her from the top. Yeah, but, that'd be like, better. like, if they walk up slowly to you, I'd be like, no, nah, I quit. I'm well, I think that's why this movie would benefit from being a little bit darker. Maybe not murder, per se, but, like, if someone came up behind and cut her Achilles with, like, a knife. Oh. You know what I mean? Jeez. Like, then you're like, oh, my gosh, these things are, like, you know, cutting you when you're not looking and stuff. Or, like, she's already asleep and then they start... They already tied her up, and then she wakes up, and she's already tied up, and she's freaking out. A little bit Chucky-ish, you know? Yeah. Don't they play a Zeppelin song in this? Yeah, it's playing right now. All right, let's try. Okay, shot or not. Mm-hmm. This is the first film to license a Led Zeppelin song because Robert Plant was a huge fan of Dante's. True or false? False. Oh, Godzilla was in 2000, and that wasn't Led Zeppelin. That was, like, True? It is false. Oh. The first one that I could find was um, uh, Fast Times of Ridge Mountain High. Oh, that would make sense. That's a fun movie. I like that one. Well, okay. It, it's fun when Sean Penn's in it. The rest of the movie's like I don't not think that it's fun. <laughs> no, it's really uncomfortable. 
Yeah. Especially a little sex scene where they're like doing it in the baseball diamond. You're like, ooh, that's real. Go on. Well, that's a that's a Linklater film. So he does that. He, he likes the the fantasy. Then the reality kicks in, and it it works, but not in a fun movie like that. Yeah, but the best thing I've ever seen is like, what was it, MacGruber? When they play like the '80s sex scene where it's like you know Berlin's playing, and they're like slowly and there's good camera angles and lighting and it flashes to like real and he's just like eh, 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 eh. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna try to tell you to like not do that sound because now you got a drink <laughs> why that's not bad santa doesn't care about that <laughs> i love how i love how the the commanders made an al-qaeda video <laughs> I'm telling you. He's just sitting in a cave. He's like, the imperialist gorgons will pay. <laughs> they, got ho- they got hoods over their heads. We're allowed to make fun of Al-Qaeda, right? <laughs> Santa's okay with that. Okay. Yeah, ISIS is watching this podcast, right? It's a- Oh, God. It's like an ISIS video. He's like lighting other dolls on fire. Oh, Jesus Christ. I told you it was Al-Qaeda. <laughs> oh, man. The Gorgons still have yet to do anything, though. They're useless. They do one thing in this film to kind of redeem themselves, but it's like... what? So you made a toy that doesn't fight back? Like, that's all the Gorgons do? Wouldn't you want your soldiers to, like, have this, like... This feels like a... Even the even the Cobra Commander would be like more like GI Joe beats Cobra all the time, but Cobra like at least is fights. Right, like Court is a threat. You, I would think that what they would go for is the Gorgons are a misunderstood threat type thing, where it's like a, an Avatar kind of thing, which I think James Cameron stole a lot from this film. But. <laughs> <laughs> Really, everybody, watch Pocahontas and then watch Avatar. You will be ashamed. I like this scene. This is the scene where the, the Gorgonites are faking being inside the box. But I thought like there was explosives in the box, but I misremembered this movie. Yeah. I like a lot of this little things, too. Like, he hooks him to a rocket with a parachute, and that's how he gets it. Like, Imagine the parachute didn't like, parachute or like, explode, and he just kept going and going and going. <laughs> and it's like one of those uh, one of those like comedic animated shimmers like ding and it's gone <laughs> yeah Pol- like in pokemon <laughs> oh no he's blasting off again <laughs> bird got me what a fun thing though they're like hey guys pyro team we just need to blow the hell out of this box <laughs> you got it oh uh, it's just too much fun this whole movie that's how I describe this movie. Too much fun. <laughs> Another Xmas trivia shot or not? Ready? Let's do it. This one I asked the boys their favorite. Sorry, no, the worst Xmas gift or experience. This is Shane's for Dan. Shane's worst Xmas experience was he had to work on Christmas and he had to work in the sand. True or false? That's true. Oh yeah. That one. Yeah, I would. It sucked. Sorry, there wasn't even an acknowledgement at Christmas. It was just like, get bent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, for you, Shane, Dan's worst 
Christmas gift was a bottle of Hennessy. True. <laughs> True. Yeah, I think did, did I write that down? Yeah. Well, I like how we don't remember what we wrote. I don't, that one I remember. Well, I said I said a joking one first by on purpose. Yeah, I know, but uh, tell us the story behind that. I gotta know why the Hennessy. I think we did. I think we was when I was in college. Some like a uh, friend like thought it would be. I was. I told. I told him I like whiskey, and they gave me Hennessy. I'm like, oh, thank you. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be like a half drank bottle of Hennessy that was just in his kitchen, <laughs> and he just put a bow on and gave to you. <laughs> so Hennessy is so overrated. Oh my. Dude, one of my wife's friends did that, brought a, a half-drinking bottle of Crown Royal to our Christmas party, and then took it home with them. Oh, animals. <laughs> Jesus. Is your wife College friends people, with, with Al-Qaeda? <laughs> College people. It's a sin. Oh, he's got a little N64 controller hooked to a Steam basket. <laughs> so wonderful. Yeah, one of those, uh, those uh, yeah, the Steamers. It's <laughs> so fun. I love how Kirsten Dunst is so happy just murdering these toys. She's just smiling as she's smacking them. Right, so and awesome. like, she's got a baton. It's the baton death march. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys want to make a guess? Who, which, want to make a guess of which two actresses do the voices of all the dolls here? Famous Hollywood actresses? Ooh, one's Britney Spears. That's a good guess. Not correct, but good guess. Kristen Bell. No, it is um, Chris, uh, Christine Ricci, you know, Wednesday Adams from the Adams Family, and Sarah uh, uh, Michelle Geller. Oh! oh! That's a good one, yeah. Yep. Last one yep, that's a good one. They were both out for the role and didn't get it, but they gave them the voices of the dolls instead. Oh. Oh, man. See, like, there is something fun about... You don't see it very often in movies now. And maybe it's because I didn't grow up with the movies now, but I feel like older movies capture that like young, like middle school where you like you have a crush on someone and you're hoping something crazy will happen so that you're just forced to be together for a while and then you'll realize you like each other type thing. Yeah, it's more believable. It's more innocent. Oh my god, this is I started laughing yeah. so hard. <laughs> they just blow up the garage and come out in these little death RC cars. Oh it's beautiful. There's like eight of them. <laughs> with the soundtrack with the song of war. So drink to war. Drink to war. Are you shooting corn on a cob stickers? Corn holders. You can see a little bit, because, like, they actually shoot those things into him, and, like, he's, like, bleeding and stuff. You're like, oh, man, that's gnarly. Yeah, the the threat's kind of okay, but then the, these little discs just keep yeah, missing. That so, like, once again, it doesn't take it to... Those are, like, like blades? Holy awesome. Uh, oh, imagine if it's, like, Predator where it just, like, cuts through their skin. That'd be crazy. That... Oh, yeah, my God. I... I want to just talk to Joe Dante and be like, how about we just redo Small Soldiers, same movie, but we do it the dark way, like a director's cut release. <laughs> It'd be fun. There's every single cuss word, there's murder. Oh, yeah, melting people. Random, like, sex scene. He's got a little and... chainsaw on his skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, how did 
the director's not lose it filming this. I'd just be laughing so hard. Like the actors, if I looked back on my little bike and there's these little RC cars with soldiers on them, I'd just be laughing Don't so worry, hard. it won't do anything. Oh my god, it's a chainsaw. It's gonna do everything. <laughs> and then they have missiles. <laughs> they got missiles and they're shooting down trees. <laughs> I think it works because these two characters are kids, so then they would technically be afraid of this, but the adults would be like, yeah, I'm going to get in my car and just run them over. Right, or just kick it. Yeah, this is God. the best scene. God. Yeah, I could see how they had so much fun making these things. Like, it's just ridiculous. Okay, my last uh, sh regular shot or not. Ready? This film had to make major changes as it was scheduled to be released but then uh, it was going to be released right a month after Columbine shootings. Oh, wow. Major changes, huh? They yeah. do make some, like, references to his high school thing. No, I'm going to say false. Maybe, maybe they... Um, I'm going to say true, because I bet they had scenes where it was filmed in, like, a high school, and it was, like... They're shooting up the high school type thing with like nail guns and stuff. It came out in '98. Columbine was was '98, so they shot it before, didn't they? I'm gonna I'm gonna say true. It's actually false, but the logic game would be they they, they had to re-edit it. But what actually happened is in Oregon at the time there was a kid who killed two of his classmates. So Oregon Burger Kings refused to sell one of the toys because one of the toys is named Kip something, and the the shooter was named Kip something. So. So they had to change that a little bit there, huh? But not, not not the film. Sorry, Shane Drink. No, okay. Well, so it wasn't it wasn't Columbine. It was just another. It was just some other some some kid who did something terrible to some classmates. You know, tale as old as time. Really, Beauty and the Beast? Like it's what you're going for there? Come on now, well, that's not that bad. Oh, that's a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not like you're friend of Dan there. I think you should drink. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I want to die. I, I am through half this bottle, and I literally just took a bottle of eggnog, and I dumped rum into it, and I mixed it up, and I'm just pouring out of it. I'm glad your night's going well. I'm enjoying myself. I'm hurting. Yeah, it must be nice not to be offensive there, Ron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know... I don't even know what to say. I'm like, oh, this movie's fun. I'm not saying like. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I enjoy this. When he wears his jeans so tight, why are they so tight? Why am I Jimmy Stewart? <laughs> At least we didn't we didn't watch a Jimmy Stewart Christmas. Oh, my wife and I just watched Wonderful Life for the first time ever, and it's miserable. Oh, everybody is like, best movie ever. And I'm like, really? Have you watched it recently? Like, it's not. It's like, it's like depressing that it takes two hours to get to the plot. It's like awful. But, 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 but it's Christmas. <laughs> it's Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, let's do our shot or not. Favorite holiday or Christmas film. Ready? Yeah. Okay, Shane, dances his favorite holiday film is Gremlins, true or false? Oh, I didn't even think about Gremlins. True. No, 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 false, false. That's your favorite Christmas film. True. Oh, it's Gremlins. That's a good one. That's a good one. 
Gremlins is up there for me, but I think I like Bad Santa because it's awful and cynical and miserable, but then it, ha- it has a nice little message at the end there, so it's got a good Christmas feel. That is yeah. true. The fat kid's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, Dan, Shane's favorite holiday film is Tyler Perry's A Medea Christmas. True or false? <laughs> Okay, is it Die Hard, right, Shane? Yeah, it's Die Hard. Yeah. For sure. Do you have... <laughs> Christmas? I couldn't help myself. <laughs> now you say that Christmas is supposed to be for the children. <laughs> okay, this scene is um, all our characters converge into the house, the Gorgonites are there, and then the commando elites are going to lay siege That's... upon this house. <laughs> And David Cross is just like, oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you for asking me how I am. Wait a minute. (laughs) You're putting... They're learning. You're putting sentences together? Clever girl. Clever girl. I just love how there's like 800 commando elites outside and they managed to raid every garage in the greater Wisconsin area. (laughs) It's Ohio, but um, it was weird as like... It's like there's millions of Gorgonites in that truck, too, and they don't even bother with them. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, there's <laughs> eight Gorgonites, and that's all that matters. <laughs> and also, I li- I'm not sure if it's all I like it or don't like it that they only have one um, major chip hazard. So I, I want to know if they-, if they killed all the other ones. Oh, he murdered all of them? Yeah. Oh, God, wouldn't that be funny if, like, they throw the head of a Gorgonite through the window? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like Mad Max, uh, Road Warrior. Or, like... They, they walk up, and you know the scene where, like, they'll be, like, from Batman when the hanging body hits the window, when the mayor's in the yeah, window? Yeah. But it's that, but it's, like, Archer, he's <laughs> just like, boom! And it's, like, this little action figure. <laughs> See, I wish they would have done darker stuff like that that's, like, funny because it's an action figure. I'm gonna drink for this one. What if they burn, like, the, uh, a symbol of the Gorgonauts, like, like, wooden symbol on, like, the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> The Gorgonite, like, homeworld symbols on fire. <laughs> or <laughs> they burn into the lawn, leave Gorgonites. <laughs> I think we'll all drink to this one because we all deserve yeah, to burn. Yeah, that was good. Cool. I had to. It was too easy. Gorgonites, go home. <laughs> go back where you came from. <laughs> Stop being a hole. Stop it. I like how Phil Hartman comes out. He's going to negotiate. And now, Tommy Lee Jones, it's it's funny because, like, I feel like all his lines aren't in reference to anything that anyone's saying. They just pre-recorded him saying things. Yeah. Because, like, his responses don't quite fit, always. Phil Hartman's lines are stupid, but he delivers them perfectly. These Gorgonzolas? Yeah, <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> and they light him on hey, fire. Hey, that's my system. <laughs> Gorgonzola. <laughs> oh, I just it's so much fun he's in an RC car saying Gorgonauts will die like <laughs> on a loud wait speaker. is uh is uh is that a thing uh, for a Terminator a homage Terminator of his face that or it's Two-Face because Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face the year before um which we we will be watching that film 
We will. Yeah, we should. I was thinking that one should go on the list for sure. The one with Tommy Lee Jones. Is that the one with uh, George Clooney? The Riddler? No, it's Jim Carrey. That's Val Kilmer. That one's interesting. It's not as terrible as Forever, but... Uh, you're, Forever is what you're talking about. The one you're, you mean is Batman and Robin. Mm. Yeah. Forever is bad if you watch Tommy Lee Jones. He does the worst performance of his entire career. I enjoy it. Well, nope, that's why this podcast was made. I don't actually know if I enjoy it. I haven't seen it since I was a child. Drink to Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Now, hmm. This is funny because, well, I don't know if it's funny, but, like, they're totally talking about the psychological thing, and I always think of South Park, and I think about real life, where they would actually, I think it was at um, either Guantanamo or one of them, they'd actually play uh, Eminem. Noriega. They'd play Eminem, like, to torture Al-Qaeda. Yeah, that was that was Guantanamo, Noriega. They played something, and then I know at Waco, Dan, they played something. Share? They played uh, an, uh, animal, like, uh, slaughter. Didn't they play Share? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was South Park. That was South Park. No one could take an entire album of Share. <laughs> <laughs> That's Adam Sandler. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene. He's just lighting tennis balls on fire and shooting them into the house. Now, I enjoy the mom in this, but there's no real setup for her. There's no, like, she never mentions her tennis lessons or, like, I, I would have enjoyed a little bit of her being, like, the boss of the house and her being like, I'm going to tennis lessons again. Oh, yeah, or she came back with tennis lessons or going to. Yeah, exactly. Just one little, like, scene. One thing she has earlier is she's wearing, I think, a flight attendant mm-hmm. outfit. I think, but once again, they don't have a, a image of her like being like very like standoffish or kind of like strong woman. But I think they just threw it in there because they wanted her to do something. do something. Yeah. Now I it could have been cured by just a little like, are you going to tennis lessons again, or you've been hanging out with your tennis coach too much, and then like, then this whole scene makes sense. It'd be way more fun if like mom was a vet. And, like, she's just straight up just, like, just giving them, like, tactical things to do and, like, tells them what to do. She gets, like, an AR and just starts shooting action figures. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That'd be stupid fun. Or, um, have you guys seen the movie You're Next? You're Next. Oh, that's, like, the Death Day kind of thing, right? Uh, no, it's it's basically it starts out as like a uh, people invade a house to kill a family, and it turns into like a different movie. But one of the main characters is a surprise survivalist, and they start just murdering people. Oh, is the one with the masks, or is that like in true? It's like in the yeah, it's, it's one, they have masks. That's the strangers, but check it out. If you never, if, sorry, audience, if you've never seen it, check out. You're next. It's excellent. Huh? Gonna have to. It basically becomes like Home Alone. A R-rated Home Alone. Yeah. Spoiler: They die. Also, have you seen the movie with Keanu Reeves um, where two chicks come to his house? You mentioned in our last podcast we've not seen Knock Yeah, Knock. it's uh, – oh, Knock Knock. Yeah. Wow. Um, that That's something. <laughs> I heard what it was and I know everything I need to know about it. I'm yeah, no. Eli Roth, that's all I need to know. <laughs> He's useless. Oh, my god. Hardcore time. Uh, this is the part where my brain just 
starts looking at my phone and stop paying. Yeah, this drags a little while. Like, it's fun. I enjoy that they're firing nails into the house, but... The scene before us when they're on the bikes chasing them was fun, but now I'm just like, eh, I've already seen this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of over their gadgets. Like... And he just mentioned Transformers, so Michael Bay must have heard it and goes, oh! Oh, oh that's, that's one of my questions. It's like, which director would you put into this movie to make it, like, amazing the way you want it to? I think Joe Dante's perfect, but... But, but you mentioned earlier that you want to make it, like, R or more, yeah, or more R-rated. If you're going R-rated... Well, besides obvious, go Joe Dante, because he did, like, the Howling and Gremlins, so it'd be a combination. Um... Hmm. Tar- Tarantino. <laughs> that's your go. That's your go-to. It's just Samuel L. Go. What the hell? <laughs> Get these mother toys out of the mother <laughs> lawn. Oh, Action Jackson outside shooting up my house. <laughs> oh, David Fincher probably make a murder mystery. Fincher's. Fincher's interesting. I, I'm thinking Cronenberg because Cronenberg's got a weird sense of mind. Cronenberg's like a combination of like Fincher and Lynch, but kind of in the middle there where it's like weird stuff going on. I don't so need these things one. to turn out to be like body morphing aliens. <laughs> I'm into it. Oh, oh. I want the real Gorgonites to be aliens. Now I just. Oh, I love his helicopter. I love the little helicopter. His little drone is awesome. Um. Every time I think of Cronenberg, I don't know if he actually directed it, but I always think of Society, which you made me watch. Don't, shush, don't, don't. <laughs> that, that, I got a surprise for Dan one day. Oh, just, it, yeah. Watch, watch Society. Helicopter right there remind me of uh, Godzilla two, 2000. <laughs> this does, yeah, it's very true. It reminds me of Godzilla with his flying through the the buildings. Oh, they're chasing through the buildings. Harry Shearer, isn't it? Yeah. Here he comes. Run away. I love this. He's such a coward. <laughs> oh, oh the little nails there. It's awesome, see? It's cool. I am so nauseated. Oh, my God. You said freak. She should call him something else. It's detailed. And it's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's better than other ones. That... Oh, I enjoyed this way more than Van Helsing. What a freaking nightmare. Yeah. We're... we're kind of jumping ahead there before we get to the recommendations. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Really? Do you think I'm not... Ooh, it's, it's awesome. More of that. I need more of that. Achilles stabs. I need more visceral stuff like that. That'll make me uncomfortable. More visceral stabbing. Like a machete right there. It'd be so crazy. I just picture as a kid, like, being allowed to blow up my action figures. How much fun. Right? Oh. Basically G.I. Joe, yeah. Or, uh, did you guys ever have, have Bionicles? Oh, I did have that like Lego knockoff that eventually got bought out by Lego. They were, I think, they're Lego Lego brand or whatever. But it was, yeah, like Lego, and I used to love like blowing them up and falling in pieces. That was always fun. They were like ant hills on fire. <laughs> no, you psychopath. Oh, well, yeah, with a uh, with a magnifier glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever roast rabbits with a magnifying glass? <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> Burn out their pupils. Oh. <laughs> So I call them my blind bunnies. Then the Gorgonauts help now in this scene, and they destroy like 80 commando elites, and you're like, okay. Well, why are they afraid of them? They're Gorgonites fight. Uh-oh. Why are you afraid? They're just meant to die. They're cannon fodder. I don't, I, yeah. 
This is like a rewrite. This is one of those like yeah. we need to lighten it up. Okay, drink. That was a Quasimodo reference. Oh. Uh, it knocks him down. It doesn't do a nail through their skull. I was gonna do you drink every time this uh, little spinner dude makes a terrible joke, but like a Tasmanian or a Tasmanian devil. devil. Yeah, exactly. It sounded like Steve Buscemi at first. It's not, but it sounds like Steve Buscemi. Mm. He's awesome. Also, the uh, archer, the Gorgon, Gorgonite. He the way he says Alan sounds like that chipmunk in the. The video where he's like, Alan! Alan! <laughs> I don't know what that is. Hey, Alan! Alan! Oh, that's Steve. <laughs> Steve! <laughs> what oh my are you God. talking about? So you're going to miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we don't know what that is. You've never seen it? Look up. No. Look up Gopher Says Alan. And it's like a <laughs> classic one. It looks like this Gopher's yelling Alan. Just, Alan! No, look up Polish dancing cow, then we'll talk. <laughs> dancing cow. It's <laughs> a stupid video. Listen to our next podcast where we talk about YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> where did they get the net? And why is everyone defeated by a net? Like, why are grown adults defeated by <laughs> nets all the time in movies? <laughs> when you panic and run into a wall, you do, I guess. Like, he would shoot a net at me, and I was like, oh, this is like... It's like taking a blanket off. They act like dogs when you throw a blanket on them. Like, ah! Ah, I'm in another dimension! <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe where I've just been, Steve. <laughs> Holy cow! I think Fido's seen some stuff. And... I like how this kid's going to blow up a Transformer and he puts on rubber gloves. Like, that's going to save yeah. <laughs> him when he detonates this Transformer. <laughs> uh, they just play, they're playing Flight of the Val, uh, Right of the Valkyrie, so drink. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Let's watch Apocalypse Now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's from Apocalypse Now, but it's called Right of the yeah. Valkyries. Join us next week when we watch Apocalypse Now. <laughs> The extended cut of three and a half hours yep. long. That ends with Marlon Brando just making up lines. Literally. Because yeah. he wouldn't learn them. What? Just, you come here on your own accord for your own reasons. It's a testament to Marlon Brando because it's a great performance <laughs> that I'm sure Coppola hated him for. Oh, I know. Oh, that documentary, oh my gosh, on it, it's amazing. Could you imagine being the director and you're like, Brando's already been kind of a pain in the ass, but then, like, you get him on film, and he's not saying anything from the script. Well, he's also, like, 50 or 70 pounds overweight. <laughs> he's fat as F in it. Like you said, uh, I've read things about it. I've not seen the documentary, but everything about that movie is, like, an absolute nightmare, but it's one of the best movies ever. Not that I feel that bad for Coppola, because wasn't he notorious for torturing actors? <laughs> Not like Kubrick bad, but he would just kind of just do his thing. Oh yeah, Kubrick is who I'm thinking of. Coppola would always go over his budget, so like, so like uh, companies didn't like Coppola over his time and budget, and he would like fight him because he would fight for characters and people and overgo his budgets. But he'd always make it back. Huh. And now he makes wine. <laughs> yeah, and and children that are disappointments. <laughs> children that are disappointments. Hey, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> the wine is, is going to be Welch's with the vodka in it. 
What are you famous for? Disappointing children? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible wine. I'm a sponsor for disappointing children. <laughs> okay, I always disappoint in this movie because Archer never uses his bow. He did to shoot to get up on the pole. Yeah. Yeah, but that was it. Like, yeah. He didn't use to like to like pierce him in his leg and wound him, so like they're even. No, just kind of like I. You know what? I I would want would like if them two talk to each other in the beginning. Don't they just they, they never talk to each other, right? They just mm-hmm. face each other, right? And just kind of yeah. They're they're always just constantly fighting, and Chip Hazard wants to kill him. He won't talk. Yeah, right. And like I like how these guys, these toys, are so sentient. That they can construct these things and do all this stuff, but they never question why. They are capable of everything except why. <laughs> oh, what the? Yeah. Yeah, see, this is this is the disappointing part to yeah. this movie, is the ending where it says, like, you stupid toy, shock for you. It's like, come on, you couldn't think of a better pun, like, like you're just a toy. That would be a better kind of... Yeah. Okay, I'm done toying with you. There you go. But like, but like, if you're inspired by like Predator and action films, like you think you'd be writing a better like ending pun. Okay, you said there were edit edits, right? Yeah. So do you think they had a different ed- ending, and then they went to that, so it wasn't as like violent? No, J- Joe Dante says the the rewrites happened before production. Like, like uh, they happened because like they had the idea, he signed on. And they had, because they have Paramount and DreamWorks. Once they got DreamWorks involved, they had to tone it down because DreamWorks, yeah. this is their only PG, before, before, before this time, this is their first PG-13, like, live-action movie. That makes sense. I was kind of shocked to see that. I was like, DreamWorks? Huh. Mm-hmm. The people that did Shrek? <laughs> this is before Shrek. <laughs> well, yeah, it's before Shrek. Yeah, this ending sucks. It's not the greatest. But, I mean, you're really here to watch them shoot flaming tennis balls at people, so. Yeah, it's. I think it's fine. I think the repercussions of an EMP going off would be crazy, but you, you got to kill them all quickly because otherwise you can just spend the rest of the, this movie just killing them all. I like the ending, too, where it's like no one has to answer for anything because he just cuts checks, apparently. And people are like, oh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> Well, that's also kind of like the Gremlins problem too. Is like, um, is like you know all that mayhem and nothing else is like after that. Just it kind of ends. There's no like repercussions for Billy, right? Things, but also in Gremlins, like they kill all the Gremlins at once in the movie theater. So and um, was this the only town that these toys were shipped to? Um, they stopped their shipments, and this is the last truck. Oh, okay. But it went to a small town first, really. Yeah, because I expected Dennis Leary to show up and like be different, but he's just like, oh, no, this is excellent. Here's a check. Here's a check. All right, movie over. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I wish it was George Lucas. It'd be so awesome if it was George Lucas getting out. What the hell? And this is also another callback to our John Q podcast, but the theme here is money solves all the problems. That's right. Money solves everything. A healthcare for all people who need it. <laughs> <laughs> Because we are making terrorists who are holding up our ears. I like how you're, uh, you're Bernie Sanders is Rob Reiner. I am Rob Reiner. No, no, no. Bernie <laughs> is deeper. Rob Reiner is like higher. He's like, yes. Oh. <laughs> He's like, you don't smoke. <laughs> I love this scene. Just, hey, you asshole. I mean, damn it. Drink again, Shane.
You jerk. You you ruined my house and everything. Here's a check. Okay, never mind. You're the best man. For $1,000. Cuz that's how we all would act. Everyone fights for a cause until money's involved. Yep. I my favorite line though, where I literally spit out my drink was when he's like, "I know some South American rebels that be very interested in these toys." I'm like, Terrorists were using action figures to like right. do terrorist acts. The White House is held up by sentient action figures. <laughs> I love how like this movie tries to have like an anti-capitalist kind of and like anti-big corporation message, but by the end yeah. it's like, you know what? We're not even gonna try that. We're just gonna go full like full figure. <laughs> yeah. And full like absurdism. And they needed David Cross at the end of, end of this to have like in just like in uh Denim shorts, even though this is before right? rest development. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't really have an issue with any of the cast. Now I'm looking at this because I was like looking at Kirsten Dunst and everyone else. And I'm like, I'm pretty okay with this entire cast, except the kid. I don't like Alan's. I don't think the kid's bad. I don't like his character. I think he's bland and doesn't bring anything to the actual movie. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to just think if like we cast like a Leo or or someone just a little bit more dynamic as him. Quite possibly. But because he's just so forgettable. Well, that's why he's nothing else after. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It just. Uh. If you listen in the background of Shane's uh, part of the podcast, you hear a special guest too. <laughs> what? Cats. No, I think you have someone else in your house. Oh, you're probably hearing hearing my lovely lady listening because this is a very professional cast. We have our own studio, and and we do things. You're probably listening to the crown in the background. <laughs> Last um, shot or not here for the holiday. Everyone's favorite Christmas food. Okay, Dan, Shane's favorite Christmas food is tamales. True or false? Tamales? That's false. Lies. It's the best Christmas food ever. Uh, I know it is good, but I don't think Shane would be that ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> Drink, Dan. <laughs> Damn you. Drink twice. Ah. <laughs> You'd be that ethnic. And then uh, Shane, Dan's favorite um, Christmas food is honey baked ham true or false oh that is kind of a christmas thing huh false true ah it's a good one i didn't even think about that that is kind of a christmas i didn't even think about tamales i I, I was probably would have put tamales danny you know you're you're lying right i am what yeah that's not what you put i thought i did (laughs) (laughs) when i sent you this i was drinking heavily too shoot what did i put you um you uh, you said gingerbread man. Oh uh, no, that's a dumb answer. Put the- no one likes gingerbread men. No, that's gross. I I can only tell you what you sent me. I made a honey baked ham myself. <laughs> He's like, oh, I do like honey baked. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I changed my vote. Ugh. Okay. Um. My final thoughts on this film right here are um, Gorgon is literally not real, so they're going to die. Oh, they're going to float until they hit like a sewage processing plant and just get ground <laughs> up. Poor well, guys. No, remember, remember it's Lake Placid, so alligator. 
I, yeah. I was just thinking I would have laughed at the guy on the top got taken by an eagle just <laughs> 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 oh, I want to watch that movie so bad <laughs> <laughs> They have like an offshoot sequel where uh, where Insaniac is, is trying to survive in the forest, but Eagle's attacking him. <laughs> I don't mind the ending, though. Like, it's fun to watch little toys sail off in a the little boat they made. I could do it that the Titanic reference, which is, by the way, drink is the ending, but if it wasn't that, I'd be okay. If Archer said something like kind of positive and hopeful, maybe, but Titanic reference is kind of meh. They'd be like, you know we're toys, Gorgon's not going to be real. And he's like, shut up. As they just <laughs> say, that looks like Yosemite. That's El Cap, isn't it? I don't know. All thing I know is this is mostly shot in Ohio. Ohio. Look at the, the voice actors right here. Christopher Guest? Yeah, so you have Bruce Dern right hey. there. The dirty dozen. Told you cheaper by a dozen. There you go. Yeah, Spinal Tap. Told you. Wow. That's a good fun fact. Was Gregory Smith in uh, Independence Day? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at his picture. Okay. Let's wrap this up with our recommendations. Uh, sort of Dan, our guest. What do you think of this movie, Dan? Um, Obviously the better of the three movie I've, movies I've seen so far with y'all. Better than Ben Helsing and Dirty. But no, it's good. It's it's It brings back nice memories of childhood. You know, it's it's a fun movie to watch. Uh, you can, like, drink and talk to friends and not really pay attention and still enjoy it. You know? I recommend it highly. Definitely. Yeah, if you get tweens showing this, this will be fun for them. And then, and then I don't know, it might get a little bored. But it's my little only long. complaint is if you, want, if you give it to, like, the next generation, like, people born, like, whatever, like, the 2000s or 2010s, they won't enjoy it. There's no way. Yeah, do they even have action figures anymore? I think you show this to anyone, it's wonderful. But I this I looked back with rose colored glasses and I'm still looking through rose colored glasses at it. <laughs> so this is why we started the podcast. This film is it. I did not think small soldiers would be where I stomped my foot and went, This is why I do this. Like <laughs> But, well, in our last like official podcast of the year, we end on the first positive review of this. Who podcast. would have thought? I mean, we 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 kind of went through a little bit. Lost in space was a dumpster fire. We come through. <laughs> we get to Rudy, which was like not hitting a speed bump, but more like those crash dummy walls. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come out on the other side on this gem, small soldiers. That's excellent. Yeah. So we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Dan. Wait, do you guys hear that? I hear, I hear like hooves on the roof. Oh my gosh! Hold on, let's go check and see what's what's going on out there. Did I pay my taxes? <laughs> what? What's out there? I, I found a gift. <gasps> me, me too. Oh, what the? I found a gift that says it's from Satan Santa. What? The guy that made me drink so much and gave us a cease and assist? You son of a gun. Why does he use the United States Postal Service? I don't know, because he's cheap. <laughs> and COVID. COVID makes him so he can't travel. He's, he's not essential. Santa has to quarantine from his reindeer. 
Okay, I guess we should open up these gifts we got from Santa here. I guess so. Wow. I didn't know he used Amazon Prime either, too. There's like eight packages in here. Okay, I'll I'll tell you what's in mine first here. Okay, um, so my gift is oh. What the hell is this? This is a okay, I have to read this. Okay, this is describe this. It's a picture of two women riding sea turtles, and the caption says, The Lusty Sisters, Diana and Xena, well-known in their in-show jumping circles, trying out their pace on two turtles circa 1936. Oh, thanks, Santa. Oh, one in the back, it says, My teacher told me to never give up on my dreams. Okay, well... <laughs> They're riding sea turtles! I've always wanted to never give up my dreams, Santa. So, I'm opening mine. Okay, what'd you get? I got a lunchbox! <laughs> <laughs> I got a small soldier's lunchbox! <laughs> My sweet Jesus! Santa! Where did you find this? <laughs> Santa must have roamed the depths and the anuses of the world to find My them. sweet Jesus! Wait, there's more! A thermos! <laughs> if you think I'm not gonna go to work with this gem... Oh my good! it even comes with coupons! <laughs> for, for Chewy! <laughs> oh my good! I have a lunchbox with small soldiers. <laughs> no one's gonna. They're like, why do you have a dog and a dude looking at each other on your lunchbox? <laughs> like you, you watch your mouth. You're talking to royalty. Yeah, Santa knows you too well. Oh my! That's okay. not even on the Which... internet. You had to go like somewhere deeper, deeper and darker. <laughs> <laughs> Santa had to go to the dark web for that. <laughs> okay, what'd you get Dan for Christmas? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a. Uh... <laughs> I got a tumbler. You got a what? We got a stainless steel tumbler from Santa. It's 20 ounces. <laughs> I don't think I can say what it says on it, though, on your podcast Wait. anymore. <laughs> I think you can. I think you're good. Oh, I'm sorry for what I say right now. The tumbler says, sorry, no hablo fucktardo. <laughs> I'm so glad we could get you that in prison. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm supposed to be lights out, but I think they're being nice to me right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, in addition to that, instant underpants just add water. What? <laughs> it's only one pair, though. So when you shit yourself for being too drunk, you can just add water and you're all good. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're going to fight me for this one, though. Everyone needs underpants here. I want to see you make a video where you actually make underpants by just adding water and uh, try them I'll do on. it in my uh I'll do it in the prison toilet here, don't worry. 
Okay, um, we got to go. Thank you, everybody. This is an excellent um, holiday podcast. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Dan, for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. And can I plug one thing real quick, if you don't mind? Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm doing a book of short stories. Oh, excellent. uh, My first short story is about the man who went to bed with itchy bum and woke up with a smelly finger. God damn it. <laughs> oh, and a happy new year. <laughs> okay, this is our last podcast of the year. We'll have one more next week, and then we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we'll have a kind of a different segment for you all. But thank you for listening, subscribing. Follow us on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, our Gmail accounts, everything. And goodbye. And fuck right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, really? Sorry, no hoblo fucktardo.